and welcome to our podcast, The Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment with Linda and Barbara. The book is written by Eckhart Tolle. We hope you have your copy so that you can follow along. We are in Chapter 2, Section 2. Chapter 2 is Consciousness, The Way Out of Pain, and Section 2 is Past Pain, Dissolving the Pain Body. Welcome, Linda. Hi, Barbara. So glad I'm here to see you and everybody else. Okay, so last week we talked about the pain body and just a little bit about how the mind, if it doesn't accept the present moment, if it's not accepting of being in the now and it thinks about the past and the future, it's going to have pain. It just is. The ego will tear it apart with thoughts, bad thoughts of the past and of the future. And if you think about a voice in your head that your ego that goes on and on and on and will chatter away, when we decide or when we practice not to go there, not to align with those thoughts or not to log into those thoughts, when we just live in the present moment, there is no pain. Pain is only associated with the past and the future. And we're going to see now how to dissolve that pain. Yay! <laughs> Ready! I want to dissolve that pain. <laughs> okay. Dissolving the pain body. As long as you're unable to access the power of the now, every emotional pain that you experience leaves behind a residue of pain that lives on in you. Okay, I'm going to restate that again. As long as you're unable to access the power of the now, every emotional pain that you experience leaves behind a residue of pain that lives on in you. It merges with the pain from the past, which was already there, and becomes lodged in your mind and body. This, of course, includes the pain you suffered as a child, caused by the unconsciousness of the world into which you were born. For me, this is really important because for many years, and we've all, you know, none of us has had the best childhood, some more than others. For me, I wanted to analyze and pick it apart and say, why was it this way? Why am I this person because of that pain? And you know what? That was just the ego talking to me, driving me crazy, to tell you the truth. Any suppressed pain is very painful. And when it comes out, it can be quite hurtful. Yeah, if you don't process it, analyzing it and going over it and hash, rehashing, rehashing it, rehashing it, I don't know if that really serves, but releasing it and saying yeah. it was what it was and this is the now and this is where I am now and I'm here now and letting go of all that that happened in the past, maybe that would be a more powerful experience than reliving all the things that happened that didn't serve you. But being aware that you're you're here now, you're breathing, you're whole, you're complete, you're loved, you're a beautiful human being, and being present with that energy seems like it would be much more beneficial than ruminating on what happened in the past. Exactly, Barbara. It doesn't mean not to feel some pain sometimes because, you know, it accumulates within you, it causes problems with your body and, and whatever, and it, it will come out some way. It has to. So if we feel some pain, uh, it's okay to cry. Just let it flow. Let it go. Flow through the pain and go on to the next thing. We don't have to make it a tragedy and an awful thing when the pain comes. It takes time, but we can feel it and let it go, knowing that it's not here anymore. 
beautifully said, Linda. That's beautifully said. Yes, you can acknowledge it and be at peace knowing that it's not here anymore, that we're okay and we're fine. Yes, I love this. This accumulated pain is a negative energy field that occupies your body and mind. If you look on it as an invisible entity in its own right, you're getting quite close to the truth. It's the emotional pain body. It has two modes of being, dormant and active. A pain body may be dormant 90% of the time in a deeply unhappy person, though it may be active up to 100% of the time. Some people live almost entirely through their pain body, while others may experience it only in certain situations, such as intimate relationships or situations linked with past loss or abandonment, physical or emotional hurt, and so on. Anything can trigger it, particularly if it resonates with a pain pattern from your past. When it is ready to awaken from its dormant stage, even a thought or an innocent remark made by someone close to you can activate it. So yes, very familiar with triggers. Sometimes it will come out of nowhere. Someone will say something and you start to feel some reaction. Your body gets stiff and you start thinking, well, why am I doing that? What is this about? So sometimes we're just totally, fully unconscious of our old pain and our pain that we cause ourselves. So those are called triggers and a trigger can be anything. Some pain bodies are obnoxious, but relatively harmless. For example, like a child who won't stop whining. Others are vicious and destructive monsters, true demons. Some are physically violent. Many more are emotionally violent. Some will attack people around you or close to you, while others may attack you, their host. Thoughts and feelings you have about your life then become deeply negative and self-destructive. Illnesses and accidents are often created in this way. Some pain bodies drive their hosts to suicide. When you thought you knew a person and then you are suddenly confronted with this alien nasty creature for the first time, you are in for quite a shock. However, it's more important to observe it in yourself than in someone else. Watch out for any sign of unhappiness in yourself in whatever form. It may be the awakening pain body. This can take the form of irritation, impatience, a somber mood, a desire to hurt, anger, rage, depression, a need to have some drama in your relationship, and so on. Catch it at the moment it awakens from its dormant state. You know, what's beautiful though, the more conscious you become, the more aware mm -hmm. of it. It's like he says, catch it at the moment it awakens from the dormant state. I have been able to do that. I feel it first. I feel it in my body. I recognize that there's yeah. something that's getting triggered and then I remove myself from whatever situation I'm in. I go and find a quiet place and I sit and I wait until that energy that's in my body dissipates. And once it's gone, then I'm able to address whatever situation it was that triggered that and address it from a place of love and acceptance. Absolutely. That's so great. I mean, this is so important. It's your life. It's how, it's how you live it, what you live, what comes up for you. The conscious mind is only like 10% that we know about. The unconscious mind is 90%. So sometimes we say, I, I can't believe I'm that person. You know, I can't believe that I'm doing that or, or that's happening to me. One little thing that, that I decided was really good for me is 
when somebody I feel is attacking me, whether they are or not, but I feel they are, I put up a big red stop sign in front of my face. And that's taken a long, long time. But I can do that now. And the stop means, okay, Linda, take a breath. Either I have to leave the room or I can just sit and be quiet. Most time I have to leave the room, sit still about it, pray about it, and just come back with some kind of peace. Yeah. So time out. Take a time out to get Mm -hmm. back to your center, to come from first loving yourself and coming from that loving place for the other person that caused the situation to come up within you. Great, Barbara. Okay. The pain body wants to survive just like every other entity in existence. The pain body wants to survive, just like every other entity in existence. And it can only survive if it gets you to unconsciously identify with it. It can then rise up, take you over, become you, and live through you. It needs to get its food through you. It will feed on any experience that resonates with its own kind of energy, anything that creates further pain in whatever form. Anger, destructiveness, hatred, grief, emotional drama, violence, and even illness. So the pain body, when it is taking you over, will create a situation in your life that reflects back its own energy frequency for it to feed on. Pain can only feed on pain. Pain cannot feed on joy. It finds it quite indigestible. Once the pain body has taken you over, you want more pain. I think that's what you just said. (laughs) You become a victim or a perpetrator. You want to inflict pain or you want to suffer pain or both. There isn't really much difference between the two. You are not conscious of this, of course, and will vehemently claim that you do not want pain. But look closely and you will find that your thinking and behavior are designed to keep the pain going for yourself and others. If you were truly conscious of it, the pattern would dissolve. For to want more pain is insanity and nobody is consciously insane. If you were conscious, the pattern would dissolve. So becoming conscious is the key to getting out of the pain. Well, that's why it's so important for all of us to learn this because, or engage in it, because we still have to accept responsibility for what we do in this world. But how many times do you think about people when they say they black out, and then when they come to consciousness again, they don't remember anything that they did? I mean, that's, I guess, an extreme case of the pain body taking over the physical body, the mind, the soul, the spirit of that person, or the demon, as he had said earlier, taking over and wreaking havoc. And then the person coming back to consciousness and going, oh my God, what just happened? Edgar Tully talked about how he experienced so much pain. And that's when he became enlightened, was when he wasn't ready to continue to live as he currently was with all the pain that he was experiencing and then he realized that that was his egoic mind that was driving all that became conscious and there it is if you were truly conscious of it the pattern would dissolve he became truly conscious and it dissolved for him the pain body which is the dark shadow cast by the ego is actually afraid of the light of your consciousness it is afraid of being found out Its survival depends on your unconscious identification with it, as well as on your unconscious fear of facing the pain that lives in you. 
But if you don't face it, if you don't bring the light of your consciousness into the pain, you will be forced to relive it again and again. The pain body may seem to you like a dangerous monster that you cannot bear to look at, but I assure you that it is an insubstantial phantom that cannot prevail against the power of your presence. I love that. The pain body may seem to you like a dangerous monster that you cannot bear to look at, but I assure you that it is an insubstantial phantom that cannot prevail against the power of your presence. And you know what I just see in my mind right now, Star Wars, all the times that our stories have to do with the dark and the light. And this is what we're saying here, the lighting of your unconsciousness, bringing it forward to the light because the light always puts out the dark. Some spiritual teachings state that all pain is ultimately an illusion, and this is true. The question is, is it true for you? A mere belief doesn't make it true. Do you want to experience pain for the rest of your life and keep saying that it is an illusion? Does that free you from the pain? What we are concerned with here is how you can realize this truth. That is, make it real in your own experience. So the pain body doesn't want you to observe it directly and see it for what it is. The moment you observe it, feel its energy field within you and take your attention into it, the identification is broken. A higher dimension of consciousness has come in. I call it presence. You are now the witness or the watcher of the pain body. This means that it cannot use you anymore by pretending to be you, and it can no longer replenish itself through you. You have found your own innermost strength. You have accessed the power of now. What happens to the pain body when we become conscious enough to break our identification with it? Unconsciousness creates it. Unconscious consciousness transmutes it into itself. St. Paul expressed this universal principle beautifully. Everything is shown up by being exposed to the light, and whatever is exposed to the light itself becomes light. Just as you cannot fight the darkness, you cannot fight the pain body. Trying to do so would create inner conflict and thus further pain. Watching it is enough. Watching it implies accepting it as part of what is at that moment. The pain body consists of trapped life energy that has split off from your total energy field and has temporarily become autonomous through the unnatural process of mind identification. It has turned in on itself and become anti-life, like an animal trying to devour its own tail. Why do you think our civilization has become so life destructive? but even the life destructive forces are still life energy. When you start to disidentify and become the watcher, the pain body will continue to operate for a while and will try to trick you into identifying with it again. Although you are no longer energizing it through your identification, it has a certain momentum, just like a spinning wheel that will keep turning for a while, even when it is no longer being propelled. At this stage, it may also create physical aches and pains in different parts of the body, but they won't last. Stay present, stay conscious, be the ever alert guardian of your inner space. You need to be present enough to be able to watch the pain body directly and feel its energy. It then cannot control your thinking. The moment your thinking is aligned with the energy field of the pain body, you're identified with it and again feeding it with your thoughts and you're in trouble. 
For example, if anger is the predominant energy vibration of the pain body and you think angry thoughts, dwelling on what someone did to you or what you're going to do to him or her, then you have become unconscious and the pain body has become you. Where there is anger, there is always pain underneath. Or when a dark mood comes upon you and you start getting into a negative mind pattern and thinking how dreadful your life is, your thinking has become aligned with the pain body and you have become unconscious and vulnerable to the pain body's attack. Unconscious, the way that I use the word here, means to be identified with some mental or emotional pattern. It implies a complete absence of the watcher. Be kind to yourself about this. This has been going along forever, as long as humans have been around. Sustained conscious attention severs the link between the pain body and your thought processes and brings about the process of transmutation. It is as if the pain becomes fuel for the flame of your consciousness, which then burns more brightly as a result. This is the esoteric meaning of the ancient art of alchemy, the transmutation of base metal into gold, of suffering into consciousness. The split within is healed and you become whole again. Your responsibility then is not to create further pain. Yeah. I know that you talk about transmutation. Yeah, well, when you're feeling that resistance within, for me, I feel it in my gut. I know that I am in non-acceptance of what is. I know that it's insane to be in non-acceptance. So I know that I need to do something to bring myself back into conscious awareness so that I can be relieved of that resistance, which is going to create pain if I don't relieve myself of that resistance. So taking a deep breath for me and focusing all my attention on that resistance, because it's a conscious action, brings me back into the conscious presence and awareness of the present moment. It connects me to my higher self, to all that is, to the spiritual realm and it allows that energy to permeate my entire physical being, which then dissipates the resistance. I love that. That's so true. And the funny thing is I was just looking for a minute at the next sentence, and it's just, just what you said, focus oh. attention on the feeling inside. Isn't that funny? Yeah, okay. So let me read that. Let me summarize the process. <laughs> focus attention on the feeling inside you. Know that it is the pain body. Accept that it is there. Don't think about it. Don't let the feeling turn into thinking. Don't judge or analyze. Don't make an identity for yourself out of it. Stay present and continue to be the observer of what is happening inside you. Become aware not only of the emotional pain, but also of the one who observes, the silent watcher. This is the power of now, the power of your own conscious presence. Then see what happens. And typically what happens for me is I am released from the anxiety and the angst or the resistance that I'm feeling. I feel connected to all that is. I feel that spiritual energy just washing over every cell in my being. I feel uplifted, whole, complete, loved, and I get into a really good space. And after that, I'm at peace. Beautiful. Yeah. For many women, the pain body awakens particularly at the time preceding the menstrual flow. I will talk about this and the reason for it in more detail later. Right now, let me just say this. 
If you're able to stay alert and present at that time and watch whatever you feel within, rather than be taken over by it, it affords an opportunity for the most powerful spiritual practice and a rapid transmutation of all past pain becomes possible. I think that last sentence deserves reading again. If you are able to stay alert and present at that time and watch whatever you feel within, rather than be taken over by it, it affords an opportunity for the most powerful spiritual practice and a rapid transmutation of all past pain becomes possible. That's so beautiful and so powerful. If you can be aware, and, and it doesn't necessarily have to pertain to when women are going through their menstrual cycle. If you can at any time be aware, stay alert and be present at that time when you're feeling any resistance and put your attention on the feelings that are inside of you, become cognizant that there's something that doesn't feel right in your body, put your attention on it and take a deep breath and allow the energy of the universe to come in and dissipate that discomfort and become present and knowing that you are connected to all that is, that you are a beautiful spiritual being, that you are loved. Mm. It affords the opportunity, as he says here, for the most powerful spiritual practice and a rapid transmutation of all past pain becomes possible. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Mm. Well, this is a very powerful chapter and a section of this book. I believe that for people to read this, understand it, comprehend it, and put it into action, this is how we could eventually have world peace because it's about bringing people into a peaceful state of being, not just a peaceful state of mind, which is also part of it, but it's a mm -hmm. peaceful state of being. And if everybody was coming from that place, we would have world peace. There would be no anger. There would be no strife. We would just be present in the moment, beautiful, light, creative beings living the life that we were meant to live. Yes, that's so true. Just present day, we all know what's happening now. Everything's flipping around to show, I believe, to show us what we need to do, showing us the dark, and we need to see it before we can transmute it into the light. And so I believe that that's what's happening right now. And those of us that are aware can make others aware so that, you know, maybe they can look inside and start to do the process. Because like Barbara said, the more people that do it, that, that are part of the light or just being who they really are, the better off we're going to be. Well, that is the end of the second section, past pain, dissolving the pain body. Now you know how to do it. It's a matter of you putting it into practice. Great session. Thank you so much, Linda. It was. There's a lot to absorb there, a real lot. So if you want to go over it, that's great. It just oozes with things that are uh, important in our lives. Mm -hmm. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to go deeper into a spiritual conversation and perhaps even earn a credential as a certified spiritual coach, we encourage you to go to our website, lifecoachtrainingonline.com and check out our courses or 
give us a call at 800-711-4346.